Thank you for listening to Preaching the Word with Nathan Deitch. Welcome to Becoming a Disciple. This is a six-session podcast on the first principles of the Christian faith. Our first three lessons follow the flow of the Great Commission, found in Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. It was here at the Mount of Olives, just before his ascension into heaven, that Jesus gave instructions to his disciples on how to make disciples. Jesus said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, until the end of the age. In this passage of Scripture, we find step-by-step instructions on how to make disciples given by Jesus. And I find it quite convicting that Jesus mentions, right before he gives these instructions, that he's been given all authority in heaven and on earth. I know sometimes in my past I've pondered that age-old question, If God is good and all-powerful, why does he allow this evil to continue? Well, Jesus answers that question right here. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but Jesus is saying he has been given all authority over heaven and earth. If he wanted to, he could put an end to injustice. He could bring about his eternal kingdom. However, God the Father and Christ the Son have a heart of mercy for mankind. Rather than giving fallen man what he deserves, God has shown man mercy through the Messiah. And now the Messiah is teaching his disciples to spread that message of God's mercy and grace. In his instructions to his disciples, Jesus begins by telling them, Go. A pastor had once asked me, What is the first step in the Great Commission? I replied, Well, it is to make disciples. No, he replied, that's not the first step. The first step is to go. We have to be willing to get up off the couch, to get out and to tell others. This can be difficult for us. The need to break through our fleshly comfort zones and our security blankets that we've built up is the first step in the Great Commission. And once we understand that we need to get up and go, As disciples, we have a responsibility for telling others about Jesus. We will begin to fulfill God's purpose in our lives.
Disciples are to make more disciples. And this is done through the preaching and the teaching of the gospel message. In our first lesson, we talked in depth about the gospel message and what it includes, how the gospel is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. And before anything else, we must believe and receive the gospel message into our minds and into our hearts. The next step after receiving Jesus as our Lord and Savior is to be baptized. And in our last session, we discussed baptism in detail. How baptism is to be an act of existing faith in the person and finished work of Jesus Christ. And in baptism, we're identifying ourselves as a follower of Christ and a member of his body. The third step in becoming a disciple is our focus for today, teaching and being taught. In the early church, they called the summary of Jesus' teachings the didache, which simply means the teaching. They acknowledged that Jesus taught and delivered to the apostles a core set of teachings. Our reading for today will be Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 through 8. If you'd like to turn there in your Bibles, you can do that now. Again, this is Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 through 8. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. What does it mean to walk in Christ, to become rooted, built up in him? We get a hint from the first part of this verse when we're told, Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus as Lord. When we first receive Christ Jesus as our Lord and Savior, it's done with a humbled heart, acknowledging Jesus Christ as Lord, acknowledging our sin and our need for a Savior. It's asking Jesus to be Lord of our lives rather than ourselves. And this is the same attitude of humility and surrender that God is asking us to walk in every day. God wants us to examine our whole life and how we're conducting our affairs. Are we living in humility before him, surrendered to what he has asked us to do? Faith in Christ Jesus is not something we just do for salvation, 
It's to affect every area of our lives. In verse 8, Paul uses the concept of human philosophy and empty deceit that's found in the world. He warns us not to be taken captive by it. The world has a philosophy, and Christ has a philosophy. Sometimes we refer to them as a worldview. The world's philosophy is built upon traditions of men, the strength of men. Their core ideas are handed down from generation to generation. Some common phrases we hear from philosophies of the world are, just believe in yourself, or become one with nature, or even, God helps those who help themselves. Paul says that these kind of philosophies of the world are philosophies that are according to the elemental spirits of the world. That phrase, elemental spirits, is referring to pagan worship, like magic, astrology, witchcraft. And Paul is pointing us to how all false teaching that relies on the strength of man is linked to demonic activity. Jesus Christ has a philosophy that's built on an entirely different set of principles. Those based on the character of God. What does the image of being rooted in Christ bring to your mind? For me, it looks like a tree planted by a stream of water so that our roots run down into the water and are continually nourished by the living water. Once we buy into a philosophy, it becomes the foundation for how we think, even if we're not conscious of it. In this verse, Paul is speaking about becoming established in the faith, just as you were taught. The idea of being taught according to Christ refers to the teachings that have been handed down by Christ. In other New Testament books, it speaks of these teachings as the deposit of sound doctrine, or simply the teaching. And during the first 100 years of the church, new Christians were expected to learn the teaching or the didache shortly after they became believers. This First Principle podcast series is a modern form of those teachings that were given to the early churches and delivered by Christ and the apostles. It can be very common for people to think of Christianity as a set of beliefs and miss that Jesus taught an entirely different way of life. At the core of his teaching is the understanding that Christ came to make it possible for men and women to partake in eternal life now, through the power of the Holy Spirit. That through faith in Jesus Christ, 
and the deposit of the Holy Spirit, they would become more and more like Christ himself. We read in Romans chapter 6, verse 17, But thanks be to God, that you who were once slaves of sin have become obedient from the heart to the standard of teaching to which you were committed. Christ laid a foundation of teaching for the early church, and the apostles delivered it. They understood Christ's teachings, not as something idealistic, but as something ordinary people would live out. The early church was not perfect. However, their bold proclamation of the gospel and their obedience to follow Christ's teachings made them distinct among all people. The followers of Jesus became known as followers of the way because they had learned from Christ a totally new way of living. As we close today, I want to leave you with something to consider. When in life have you had to learn a new set of principles? A new job? A new sport? And if you don't learn the first principles of your faith, what problems might result? Now, as we look to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. To him be the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understandings. 